Welcome back to Daughter of a King Podcast. I am your host, Robin Pittergrass. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about like how as Christians, we can bring dead situations in our life back to life. We can restore everything that's like felt dead in our life. Like our situations, whether it's like relationships, finances, you know, just any situation in our life that feels dead right now there's a way for us to bring that situation back to life and so that's what we're going to talk about in this bible study lesson but before we get into that if you want any more motivational content from me then feel free to follow me on instagram at rpentagrass26 and i also update about like when i post for daughter of a king so if you want more um of this content then please uh, follow me on instagram at our 26 and if you have any questions for me i ask that you send like a voice message to me what you do you can just click the link down below in the, in the description of this episode and then once you click it you'll be able to record yourself and basically you can just record yourself asking me a question and what I can do, I can put that audio in like the next podcast episode and I can answer your question. And basically, the answer, your question, it could be like an answer, I mean a question for like someone else. And so basically like the answers can bless someone else. So if you have a question, you just want to talk, feel free to uh, send me a voice message. And you can also DM me on my Instagram. And I'm also accepting donations for the podcast. If you feel free to um, bless this ministry, then the link for that is down below. I'm not saying you have to because it's not about the money, but this would really help the Daughter of a King ministry grow and progress into many different projects that could be very cool to try. But other than that, let's get into the episode okay so the book of scripture that we're going to be reading from is ezekiel chapter 37 so before i get into that i'm going to tell you about who ezekiel is ezekiel he was one of the prophets in the old testament and so ezekiel at the time he was he was a prophet and God, um, like, like close to the beginning of the book of Ezekiel, God called Ezekiel to be a watchman. And I talked about this in like one of the past episodes. I think he has watchman in the title. But yeah, Ezekiel was called by God to be a watchman of Israel. So basically, he was, he just watched over Israel and, you know, he prophesied what God told him to prophesy. And so basically, God called um, Ezekiel to like just look out for his people, as you know, a watchman, a watch over God's sheep, to be like that leader, and to like you know, and then he also gave the word that God has given to him, and like for Ezekiel, God uses visions for Ezekiel, and so basically. Ezekiel 
these were like prophetic messages for Ezekiel and he had to like uh, use those visions to help the Israelites and so yeah that's how that happened so we'll start with Ezekiel chapter 37 it says the hand of the Lord was on me and he brought me out by the by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley it was full of bones he led me back and forth among them and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley bones that were very dry he asked me son of man can these bones live I said sovereign Lord you alone know so the floor of the valley it was full it was like filled with human bones like human bones that's like kind of i'm like imagining what just imagine what ezekiel saw he saw a valley full of human bones and when i say full i mean full the valley was like full of human bones imagine how like creepy that would be imagine how like creeped out ezekiel probably felt by seeing all these bones these human bones at that in a valley okay just imagine that so the people represented by these bones they were not only dead but they were also disgraced so like with ancient Israel and a buried corpse with exposed remains was a shocking disgrace to the dead so like when bones were the when like bones were not properly buried then that was like a shocking disgrace to the people of Israel so basically these dry bones that were exposed and denied proper burial it was a disgrace to Israel and so these dry bones they were not only dead but they had the long dead like dead for a long time so when something has been dead for so long it can be very easy to give up hope that it will ever live again ezekiel responded to god's question with the only hope that could be found to revive these dry bones by saying oh lord god you know ezekiel had no hope in the bones but he did have hope in god ezekiel did not presumed to know what God wanted to do with the bones. Ezekiel was confident that God did know. The only thing that can revive dry bones, let me say that again, the only hope that can revive dry bones in our life is God. He is our only hope. So, with all these, like, dead situations in our life, we may feel like we have been disgraced and disgusted by these situations that are that happen in our life we may feel like the situations that were in our life are like so dead like the relationships we have with people are so dead our financial situation is dead you know this vision that god has given me is dead for like a long time and like some of us believe that our situations are dead and that they will be dead forever and that there's like no hope that it will ever live again you may feel like like your dream you may feel like there's no hope 
that that dream will ever live again. But I want to tell you something. There is hope that that dream will live again. But that only hope is God. God, he is the only hope. He's the only one that can revive that dead dream and bring it back to life. That vision that God has placed on your life, it may seem dead right now. It may seem dead because of like what what you have done in your life. But when you come to God, he will revive it. Like God is a God of restoration. We saw that in the episode five steps to spiritual restoration. God is a God of restoration. And so, and God wants us to win a life. That's what we've been talking about in this victory series. He wants us to win in life. Thing is, we can't win if we have dry bones in our closet. We can't win if, you know, everything is just dead in our life. Like, everything is just just feels so dead i don't see how anyone can feel like they're living like some of us our spiritual health is dead we're spiritually dead some of us we may be emotionally dead mentally dead physically no i'm not gonna say physically that's too much but you know we could be spiritually emotionally or mentally dead and the only hope that can revive our spiritual health the only hope that can revive our emotional and our mental health is God. He's the only hope that can revive those dry areas in our life. And like Ezekiel, we need to, like, we can't presume, like, oh, God is going to do this. Oh, God is going to do that. Because, like, sometimes we are wrong. Because, like, sometimes, like, we kind of, like, rush the restoration, you know, plan look and sometimes we come up with a plan for ourselves but someone sometimes we like rush the plan of restoration instead of like letting the plan of restoration like fall into place the way god has called us to do but we can't do that we can't presume that god is going to do this then and then do that then you know we can't presume what god is going to do next like as believers in him we need to have confidence that God knows what to do with the dry situations in our life. We need to have faith enough to believe that God knows what to do with the dry situations in our life. So, if you have dry situations in our li- in your life, I want you to know that your only hope is God. And the only way that the spiritually dead situations in our life, you know, the dead situation in our life, like the only way that they can be brought back to life is God. And we need to have the faith enough to believe that he can revive those dry bones. Because as we see later, like when we have faith in God, once we, when we believe that he can revive those dry bones in our life, then, you know, he's going to do it. He'll do anything for those that have faith in him. So I want you to trust that God will revive and. Sorry, let me say that again. Okay, 
please like just trust that God will revive the dead situations in your life. You feel like spiritually drained, like you just feel drained right now. I want you to know that when you have hope in God, He will revive that dry, that tired, that you know that dry and tired situation that's in your life. He will revive it. You feel so tired and exhausted right now. You just feel dried out. You just feel empty. But once you like have hope in God, once you have faith in God, He will revive that situation in your life. You just need to have faith in Him and trust the plan that He's going to do. Because God's going to work something out. It's just up for us to have trust in Him and have faith in Him. So know that just hope in God because he's the only one that can revive the dry bones in your life. Verses 4 through 6 says, Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tinges tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin i will put breath in you and you will come to life then you will know that i am the lord so in the previous verse ezekiel he left the matter in god's hands he left like the bones being revived the dry bones dry dead bones being revived he left that matter to god to his power and wisdom so in return for Ezekiel, like just leaving this situation in God's hands, God gave the prophet something to do. God commanded him to speak to, to speak over the dry dead bones. God commanded Ezekiel to to prophesy over the dry dead bones. So, this may look crazy, as you're reading this, as you're listening to me read this, you're probably like. This is so crazy, so weird, and like so foolish. Like, imagine Ezekiel standing in a valley by himself, speaking life over dry dead bones that probably look like they're not gonna come back to life. Like, you probably think Ezekiel's stupid right now, but we'll get back, we'll get into that. And so, many years later, the Apostle Paul. We know who Paul is. Hopefully, he was an apostle in the New Testament. But so, many years later, the Apostle Paul acknowledges that the message of the cross, the life-altering message, was foolishness to those who were perishing. And this, you can find this at 1 Corinthians um, chapter 1, verse 18. You can read that on your own spare time. And so, Ezekiel could only preach this message if, like, if he had full faith in God. Yet, if he was, like, confident that he spoke the word of the Lord, he knew that God's word has a supernatural power. God would make the once dead and dry bones alive. That's what he's saying in, through this vision. And so, this vision was, like, a work of revival, of restoring life to something that at one time had life. 
This was God's declaration. The bones can never create life within themselves. As the word of the Lord was proclaimed over them, they received God's promise of life. Okay, so God commands us to speak the word of God over the dry bones in our life. And this may seem foolish by like all our observation. Like when you're speaking on life over like your dry situation, like say, I'm going to give you an example. So say you're having like troubles with like your business and stuff and you're speaking like this business is is going to bring money in this this business is going to work out in the name of Jesus and then like outward appearance people will probably know that you have little that you're just struggling and you have no money to pay for it but you're still despite the fact that you have no money to pay for that business you're still gonna speak over it and say that this business will exist that this business will live on so basically that that's what this type of faith that god wants us to have god is commanding us to speak the word of god word of god over the dry situations in our life no matter how foolish it may seem to others people will think that we're stupid when we're speaking the word of god over our life but like as believers in God, we need to know that the word of God is foolish to those who are perishing because they have dry bones. So basically, the people people that are spiritually dead, they'll think that we're foolish for speaking the word of God over our life. While they're spiritually dead, we're going to be spiritually living. So that's what, what that's like something I want you to keep in mind. So like while you're speaking life over your situation while you're speaking the word of God over your life and you have people talking to you and so like those people do you think you're stupid because you're speaking the word of God over your life and the word says first um first Corinthians 1 18 they're only talking bad about you because they're spiritually dead that's what it is. They believe that the words that you're speaking because it like because those words are the word of God and you're speaking it over your life, they think you're stupid. They think you're foolish. But they only think you're foolish. They only talk bad about you. They think you're stupid because they are perishing. And they like, I don't know if they're jealous or what, but they're just perishing. Like, you you be able to determine who's spiritually dead and who's not. Because, like, you could be going through, like, this, like, a t- something terrible. And you're still speaking life over that thing. And then you have people coming around speaking negative things while you're just trying to say positive. Those people... That are trying to speak negative over your life. Those are people that are spiritually dead. Because that that positive word that you're speaking is the word of God. And so to negative people. What you're speaking. The word of God that you're speaking. It seems foolish to them. And then they'll call you stupid. They'll look at you like you're stupid. But you got to understand that they're like. They're spiritually dead. They won't be able to 
understand what you're speaking over your life. So it's like not worth trying to stoop down to their to their level and argue with them. It's really not. It's it's no use of like arguing with your haters. All you can do is pray for them because they are spiritually dead. And they're only talking about you because they are spiritually dead. So yeah. So when you're speaking the word of God over your life, people will think that you're stupid, but that's okay. Don't worry about that. Do not worry about that. Because the word of God that you're speaking over your life, it will seem foolish to people. It will seem foolish. But it will only seem foolish to those that are spiritually dead. And keep in mind, we need to actually pray for those that are like spiritually dead so they can be spiritually revived. Because as you can see, God has the power. As we'll go throughout this text, God has the power to revive all dead situations. And so God has the power to revive all spiritually dead people. And so that's something that we need to pray for and that we need to understand. Like, you know, we're speaking positivity on, on our lives. And like negative people, we got to understand that they're spiritually dead as well. And they're probably hurting inside and they're like not controlling their hurt in a good way and they're throwing it at others. We need to understand that that's something that's happening in this world and we need to be gracious, graceful with those type of people, be merciful with those type of people because we don't know what they've been through. Not saying let them walk over you, but like, don't respond with anger back, you know, just like, you know, respond graciously. Respond the way that Jesus would is what I'm trying to say. But yeah. So continue, no matter what negativity, no matter what negativity may come your way, continue to speak the word of God over the dry situations in your life, no matter who's watching. Speak the word of God over your life, no matter who is watching. Okay, and we can only speak the word of God over our life if we have full faith in God. If we are confident in his word, then we know that God's word has supernatural power. Like, okay, like, as you see, when we, when Ezekiel was speaking the word of God over those dry bones, those dry bones came to life. So, I'm telling you, in order for us to have victory in our life, we need to speak the word of God over our life because God's word has supernatural power. So when we're speaking the word of God over our life, we're bringing that supernatural power in our life. And that will help us, that supernatural power will help us to be, well, it will help us win any victory, win, it will win, help us achieve victory over any battle that comes our way. So what I'm trying to say is, is that when you speak the word of God over your life, that word has supernatural power. And so that supernatural power that comes from the word of God that you're speaking over your life is actually helping you achieve victory in your life. So I want you to speak the word over your life because the word of God brings life. 
like God, He brings life. That's like main thing in the Bible. Jesus, the main thing in the Bible is Jesus, and like everything, everything that in the Bible, it all adds up to bringing us life. That's what it is, and so we can have victory in our life when we're speaking the word of God over our life, and we can win when we're speaking the word of God and we're trusting and we have a confident confidence that that word has supernatural power so speak the word of god over your life through us god will make the dead dry bones in our life live through us god can do the work of restoration so as believers in god as believers in god and as christians we have a part to play our job is to speak the word of god over our lives while god does the restoration Restoration will not come if we're not doing our job. Restoration will not come if we're not speaking the word of God over our lives. We can't expect expect something to live when we're not speaking the word of God over it, over it, knowing that God's word can bring life. So it is through our words that God brings restoration. So, like. We got to talk about self-talk, too, because we, there's, like, times that, like, the dry situations in our life, the, those situations are there because it's something that we have caused. Some of it, we may have, like, a low self-esteem. We just feel so low about ourselves. We don't really love ourselves enough because we talk ne- so much negativity over ourselves. Like, yeah, people can say negative things to us, but sometimes it's our own selves that talk negative, negative. It's late, you guys. Please forgive me. But sometimes we can just speak negativity over our own lives. We can say the most horrible things that we wouldn't say to anybody else, but we'll say, like, horrible things to ourselves. And that's why... A lot of us has like a low self-esteem, but we can't expect to have restoration in our life when we're constantly, you know, just speaking so much negative words over our life. Like, we can like wake up in the morning and say, I'm not going to get through today. I won't make it throughout the day. Today's going to suck because I'm tired. You know, that's negative things that we can have. That's like negative things that we can say at the beginning of the day. I am guilty of that because I don't really say it because I'm tired, but I'll think it. I'll think it. I'm like, I'm so tired. I don't feel like giving, getting up. This is going to be a bad day. There's so much st- stuff that that I have to do, but I'm so tired. I don't feel like doing it. You know, all that negative self-talk is like not going to help us win. In our everyday lives. Every day won't be perfect. But I mean. Every day could be better. If we stop like. Speaking negative words over our life. And so we can't expect. You know. Things to liven up. We can't expect our spiritual selves. To like. You know. Live. If we're constantly. Speaking negative words over ourselves. We need to be speaking the word of God. Over our lives. We need to know the word of God first before we speak anything of our love. 
Like you need to study the word. Figure out what God says about you. Because once you figure out what the word of God says about you, then you'll be able to take that word and speak it over your life. So now that it's like, it is through our words that God brings restoration. So, and God's not going to bring restoration if we're speaking negativity over our lives. God will only bring restoration if we are doing our jobs by speaking the word of God over our life. Okay, so now let's move on to verses 7 through 8. It says, So I prophesied as I was commanded, and, I, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. So if Ezekiel had any doubts in his heart, he put those thoughts away. He put those doubts away, and he did what God commanded him to do. So, looking at this with our human eyes, we may think that what Ezekiel is doing is crazy. Because, think about it, again, Ezekiel is in a valley full of dead bones. That's very creepy. Sorry. That's, like, very creepy. I don't know why I said creepy like that just now. That <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so, like, Ezekiel, he was in a valley full of dry bones. Imagine just how, like, creepy that is. Like, you'll probably be creeped out. Some people will probably be disgusted because some people have weak stomachs. I That probably would be me. I probably would be the one that be disgusted. But Ezekiel... He was in that valley full of dry bones, and he was speaking life over those bones. And looking at those bones, if we were there looking at Ezekiel, we would probably be looking at him like he was crazy because he was speaking, saying that these bones were lived. You know, and like looking at it from like our human eyes, looking at those bones, those bones are not going to live. That's what we will think. But like if we were there, in that vision, looking at Ezekiel and looking at those bones, those dry dead bones, those dry dead bones did not look like that they were going to live. But Ezekiel, despite what the human eyes may see, he still had faith enough to believe that by speaking the word of God over those dry bones, that those dry bones will live. So when God tells you to speak life over your life, when God tells you to speak the word of God over your life, you need to throw away any doubt, any doubt that you have. Like, you may feel funny, you may feel like it won't work. Throw those thoughts away. Because you ain't going to win in life if you're always doubting God. You just can't win in life if you're like, Doubting the fact that God will fulfill what his word, what he said in his word. So, when God tells you to speak the word of God over your life, actually do it. And don't doubt God. Don't doubt God's word. Don't doubt that, like, what you're saying, though. Okay, don't doubt that the word of God that you're speaking over your life will, like, not come to fruition. You gotta trust and keep speaking the word of God over your life. That's what you got to do. No matter how foolish it may seem to people. 
what people think doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We need to continue to obey God because, like, people, they're looking at the outward, you know, they're observing our lives outwardly. They're looking at our lives in with their human, fleshly eyes. So they won't understand if they're, like, not, you know, on the spirit, same spiritual level as you. Then they wouldn't understand why, like, you're speaking the word of God over your life, despite, like, what you're going through. They won't understand it, and they'll look at you like you're foolish. But that's okay. Despite that, you just can't have no doubt. You gotta continue to beg God, no matter what negative thought may come your way, no matter what doubt may come your way, you need to continue to obey God and speak the word of God over your life. And once you do that, watch how your life will be restored. So when God tells you to speak the word of God over your life, don't doubt in that word. Do not doubt in that word. When God gives you a piece of scripture to speak over your life, when he keeps giving you that same scripture every morning, that he's telling you to speak that word of God over your life. And don't doubt the word of God. Because God will not do anything for those that doubt him. Because you're not trusting him. How do you expect God to revive the dry situations in your life? And you're not trusting him at all. You're not trusting in his word. You're doubting his word. So if you want spiritual restoration in your life. If you want to achieve victory in your life then you got to not doubt God's word. Any, like you need to trust in God's word wholeheartedly enough that you're able to speak the word of God over your life. Okay, so now let's move on and read verses 9 through 10. It says, Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, This is what the sovereign Lord says, Come, breath, from the fourth winds and breathe into these slain that they may live so i prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them they came to life and stood up on their feet a vast army so the restoration process wasn't completed until the breath of god came in to reanimate the bodies is he a he had already proclaimed God's word to the dead and dry bones, and he had seen a remarkable work done. But that work was still not finished. No matter, like, that that work wasn't finished because the work didn't have the Holy Spirit in it. So with all word and no spirit, we can be an army of dead, assembled, solid, but without the true breath of life. So basically, without the Holy Spirit, we're like all word and no spirit. We can be an army of the dead, still dead, but we're like a symbol, we're solid, but we do not have the true breath of life. So I keep realizing that in every word that's given to me to put on this podcast, we keep bringing up the fact that the word of God and the Holy Spirit goes hand in hand. You need to have both in order to have restoration. And I hope what I just said made sense. So I'm going to say it again. 
you can't you can't like have one without the other so like when ezekiel he spoke the word of god over those dry bones and yes you know something happened something happened but still the work wasn't done he realized that the work wasn't done and so what next thing he had to do he had also had to speak the he has also had to like put the holy spirit in as well so the bones could truly live so what i'm saying here is if we want to truly live if we want to truly have a victorious life we need to have both the word of god and we also need to have the holy spirit which is the breath the holy spirit is the breath of god and um i can't pinpoint the verse right now but like read genesis i want to say between one and two and you'll probably find it there that's like the first book in the bible and it talks about like how god created man and so like when we were created when god created adam the last thing he did was he he breathed on him giving him the breath of life which was the holy spirit and so basically the holy spirit is the breath of god and that's how as christians that's how we are able to spiritually spiritually live because when we're when we're born again the holy spirit was like now it came on us when we gave our lives to God. So when we gave our lives to God, the Holy Spirit came on us. So, and we are like now able to spiritually live because we not only have the word of God, but we also have the Holy Spirit. So I'm saying to you, if you really want to have spiritual restoration, you need both the word of God and the Holy Spirit. You want to have victory in your life? You need to have the word of God and the Holy Spirit. Because you can speak the word of God all you want over your life. But the path towards restoration, that restoration won't be complete if the Holy Spirit is not in it. You got to have all parts in it. Like, it's all a puzzle. Like... You can't have one piece without the other. You can't speak the word of your you can't speak the word of God over your life without having the Holy Spirit in it. So you need both. So you want so if you want um victory in your life, you need to not only speak the word of God over your life, but you also need to speak the Holy Spirit over your life. You need to also, you know, have the Holy Spirit on you at all times you need to have the spirit with you so again i'm gonna say it again just in case you didn't understand what i said in order to have victory in your life you you need to not only speak the word of god over your life but you also need to have the holy spirit living within you okay so now we're going to finish up this part of the chapter because I don't think I told you like at the beginning of this episode. But we're not reading the whole chapter. We're just going to stop at verse 14. So now we're at verse 11. And we're going to finish up 
at verse 14. I hope you're enjoying so far. And if you're still here, I'm so grateful that you're still here, that you're still listening to the Word of God. That, that you're like not here for me, but you're here for the Word of God that's coming through me. Yeah. Had to make that clear. Okay. So, now let's read verses 11 through 14. It says, Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you, and you will live. And I will settle in your, I will settle in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it. Declares the Lord. I'm sorry, yes, I'm a little congested. Just bear with me. I'm still trying to get the word of God out. So all along, God may. Um, Ezekiel witnessed his vision. He God gave Ezekiel this vision, showing that people in is people in Israel need need a restoration. I should have told y'all this before, but at this time, the Israelites were exiled into Babylon. Yeah, they were they were exiled into Babylon. And so, yeah, that's what, um, well, that's what was, like, going on during this time. So, basically, that that's, like, why the Israelites were spiritually dead. They were, like, exiled again. Because of their sin is what caused it. And so, they were exiled again. And they were crying out to God because they were spiritually dead because of their sin. So that's why God has given this vision to Ezekiel because God is trying to say that his people need spiritual restoration. And like the whole point of this vision was so Ezekiel and the people of Israel could realize that their only hope for life and restoration was in God. God wants to bring life to those that are dead. And God would powerfully reveal himself to Israel through this great work of revival and restoration. So when we are in a valley or a grave in our life, that's when we realize that our only hope is God. Like people will say that at their lowest moments, that's when they found God. That's honestly how it was for me. When I first came to God, you know, I've been to church like all my life, but like... My lowest moment kind of was COVID. It was COVID. Because, like, I felt alone. Like, I was bored. I just I just felt, I just realized there that I had a void of emptiness in my life that needed to be filled. And luckily, I found God, and I filled that void with God. And so, like, he was my only hope in that valley in my life. And a lot of us, like, COVID was that, like, valley in our life. Because I felt like my personal opinion, I don't know if it's, it's the same for everybody, but, like, during COVID, a lot of people 
like grown a relationship with Christ because we had like a lot of more time because since we stayed inside we had a lot more time away from distractions and we had more time to focus on God and reading his word and so yeah I'm honestly grateful for that alone time that I had with God so it's like when we are in the lowest points in our life, that's when we realize that we our only hope is God. That's what, you know, Ezekiel and the Israelites, that's what they were realizing. Like, they're at the lowest point in their life. You know, after they sinned and they got exiled and stuff, that's like the lowest point in their life. That's like a low point in their life because they're not where they need to be. They're not, and they're separated from God, so they're spiritually dead. So, like, when... When you're spiritually dead and you're in that, like, valley in your life, same thing for Israelites. Like, we all realize that in those moments, our only hope was God. And God wants us to bring life. But in order for us, in order for that to happen, we must speak it over ourselves. Through this restoration, God will reveal himself to you. Okay. So, in order for us to have victory in our life... We need to speak the word of God over our life. Like, you can't have victory without the word of God. You just can't. You need to speak the word of God over your life so you can achieve that spiritual restoration and so you can have victory. Like, once you're spiritually restored, you can have, you will win in life. And if you want to win in life, then let's go on this journey to spiritual restoration and let's start by speaking the word of God over our lives and like throughout this journey God will reveal himself to us God will reveal like his whole character he will God will reveal his let me um find it again I want to read it again Okay, I'm going to read I'm going to um read 13 and 14 again. It says, "Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I the Lord have spoken and I have done it," declares the Lord. So when God opens our graves and he spiritually restores us, that's when we'll know that we know that the one who did it was God. We'll be able to give that credit to God. We'll know that the credit, the glory, it all belongs to him. And like once we speak the word of our God over our life and he puts the Holy Spirit on us, that's when we'll like truly live. Because we can't truly live if we don't have both. Remember, we can't truly live if we don't have if we don't have both the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. So when we have the both the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, we will truly live, and God will settle with us. When we're spiritually restored, but God is like always with us. And so, and so we may feel, some of us, we may feel far apart from God. I know I have those moments myself, even though 
like I'm a Christian and stuff. But, you know, I make mistakes. We all know that. We all make mistakes. And sometimes, well, most, all the time, our mistakes will, like, separate us from God. It will not separate us from the love of God. But as humans, it will make us feel like that we're separate from separated from God. But, like, when we're, like, spiritually on that journey of spiritual restoration, we'll realize that God was, like, with us all along. And that he will settle with us. If we're willing to settle with God, then he will settle with us. Like, he'll always be there. But if you're not opening the door to your heart and letting him in, then God can't do nothing for you. If you're not letting God in, letting him spiritually restore you, then God's not going to spiritually restore you. You're just going to remain spiritually dead. So if you want to be spiritually restored, if you want to have victory in your life, and to spiritually be truly alive, then you need to open your heart to God. Let him in. Let him settle in your heart so you can truly live. And after all this, then you'll know that, like, all this, all the stuff that you go through, it reveals to God that you serve because God has brought you this far and he's never ever 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 going to leave you and look by looking at your life you'll be able to see how how like god has just shown up and shown out i can't even like i can't explain it like after god has done all this um let me read a sentence it says then you will know that i the lord have spoken and i have done it declares the lord so like you know, when you're like when you get in a life and you're like spiritually restored in some type of way, then you will know that the Lord has done something in your life. When you're like on that spiritual journey of restoration and you feel that joy and peace that comes with spiritual restoration, you you will realize then that God was the one that that has done that for you. That's something that we all need to realize. That God had was the one that helped us in our spiritual restoration. Okay, so yeah. That's like the end of this episode. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you got something out of this. And I hope what I said was like easy to understand. If you still have questions, feel free to give me a voice message. Feel free to dm me on my instagram i'll be ready to answer just feel free to contact me anyway if so what i want you to do if you have a dry situation in your life if you're spiritually dead and you're just exhausted and tired all the time you just feel like you can't go on you feel empty whatever you feel right now i want you to speak the word of god over your life find a scripture you know ask god for a scripture that he wants you to speak over your life if you don't have one on the top of your head. But I want you to speak the word of God over your life. Because the only way that you can truly live, the only way that you can be truly restored, the only way that you can have true victory in life is if you speak the word of God over your life. And keep in mind, you need to have the Holy Spirit with you as well. Like, pray for the Holy Spirit. Like, ask God to, like, let the Holy Spirit live within you. 
And if you're not saved, then once you get saved and you, like, like, I, throughout the Bible, like, when people got, well, New Testament, really, it's like, there's examples where, like, when the disciples, well, when people got saved, that's when the Holy Spirit came in and he showed up and he lived within them. And so, yeah, in order, in order for us to have, like, true victory, in order for us to have, like, a victor, okay, sorry, in order for us to have a victorious life, we need to speak the word of God over our lives, and we need to also have the Holy Spirit living within us. And so, yeah, also, that's the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in. And also, if you didn't listen to the other victory episodes, that's okay. You can still go back. I should have mentioned that at the beginning of the episode, but that's okay. You can still go back and listen to those episodes as well because those episodes will really bless you. And also, I do have an episode about spiritual restoration. It's called Five Steps Towards Spiritual Restoration. And if you want to learn more about, you know, spiritual restoration, then I highly suggest that you listen to that episode as well. Because this, this word is just kind of balancing off of that. So if you want to learn more, please go and listen to that episode. But this week, the project is to speak the word of God over our life. Instead of speaking negative stuff over our lives, we need to speak the word of God over our lives. And also to ask for the Holy Spirit to live within us. But yeah, that's everything that um the Lord has given me for this podcast episode. Really hope you enjoyed. And I really hope that it blessed you. And I really hope that you join me on this spiritual restoration journey. Please join me on this spiritual restoration journey. Because when we like... When we speak the word of God over our life, it's just, let's, let's just do it together. Cause I can't even explain to you. Just, you're just going to have to experience for yourself. So speak the word of God over your life and watch what he will do. I'm just going to say it. Just watch what he will do. Okay. Yeah. So this episode was victory part five. There's, there's like two more episodes. There might be one more, two more. I think there are two more episodes in this series. Yeah, after this one, there's two more episodes in this series. And after that, I got an exciting episode that's going to come. So stay tuned. If you like this, then you will really, really, really like that episode. I'm just saying. It's going to be really cool. So stick around. You know, keep listening if you really enjoy this podcast episode. And I just want you to know that I enjoyed having you listening to this podcast. And I, I just love having you here, you know, just to hear the word of God. I just love having you here because you're listening. You're taking time out to um, hear what the word of God is saying. And I hope you apply this word to your life. And I hope that you see the benefits of the word of God in your life. But I guess that's it. Just have a blessed day. You know, let's 
go on the path of victory together. Let's, you know, you know, just continue to walk in the path of God together in order. And yeah, I'm just tired, y'all. Yeah, that's that means it's time for me to close this out. But yeah, just let's walk on the path of victory together. Let's strive for victory together. Let's strive to speak the word of God over our lives, no matter what negative situation may come our way. So I'm going to close this out because I'm super, super tired and I'm struggling to talk. So yeah, have a blessed day or night wherever you are. And please always come back to listen to more of Daughter of a King.